guys doing, right? No time, no hear from me, right? Happy New Year, you guys. Hope last year was good for you, as it was for me, and I hope this year will be even better. If you had a crappy year last year, guess what? This year, make it freaking better, okay? That is my, what, my wisdom to you? <laughs> you had a crappy year last year, try to make it better. Anyway, you guys, how are you guys doing? Welcome to my show, The Lisa Effect, with yours truly, Lisa. Uh, I usually say I'm here every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But for the past several months, it has been a little sketchy. <laughs> That's because I've been a little busy and everything like that, trying to, you know, get back on track to doing this show. But my normal schedule is um, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. And you can find all of my old episodes, over 250 of them. You can find them on iTunes, and you can my show on iTunes. My show is also found on Stitcher Radio. It is also found on the TuneIn Radio app. And uh, where else? Um, oh, Podcast Republic. And right here on blogtalkradio.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter. My Twitter name is The Lisa Effect, A-F-F-E-C-T. I don't post that much, you know what I mean? You know, some people post every day and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's a little sporadic, but, you know, I'm working on it. How's that? But go ahead and check me out on Twitter. And also, too, um, if you have an idea for a show or anything like that, by all means, hit me up on Twitter. I'm available. I'm open. Okay, well, I ain't that available, okay? But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm so happy 2019, you guys. Hope you guys are doing excellent. Like I said, I am doing excellent. I'm sorry for the past several months. I've been a little slacking on my show. But I did warn you guys in advance I was going to be busy, didn't I? Yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, but we're going to get back on track. Don't worry. I'm going to get back on track. So, anyway, uh, why don't we go ahead and do it? Let's get into it. Um, if you guys want to call in, please feel free. The number to call in is area code 347-999, and you can press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me. And sorry, you guys, I don't have my chat room um, open tonight, because uh, this is just going to be a quick show, you know, just giving my little opinions on two topics, and I hope you guys will call in and do the same. If not, man, just kick back. Do like I did on New Year's, man, kick back, chill with some moette, <laughs> with family, and just relax and enjoy. How's that? Yeah, actually, I had a very fun New Year, very fun. Uh, Christmas, too. Christmas was fun as well. So anyway, but I don't want to bore you guys with that. But so let's get to it. Oh, this is what I want to tell you. If you are new to my show, welcome. And also, I want to let you know, when it comes to my show, it is uncensored, you guys. That is right. You will hear some cussing, and you may hear me drop the N-word every once in a while. 
So if you're offended by cussing and people using the quote-unquote N-word, I'm just letting you know off front, you have been warned. I mean, I don't say things for shock value or anything like that, but I made something that will shock you. So I'm just giving you a heads up, okay? <laughs> so we got that out of the way. Let's go ahead and get started. Okay. Let's see. God, why is everything, you know, it's so funny. Why is everything freaking, like, breaking? Okay, the laptop is acting iffy tonight. I dropped my freaking Kindle in water, so that's that's a done deal. And my desktop is kind of slow. I mean, come on, what's up with my electronics here, man? Hijole, <laughs> man. Okay, anyway, let's go ahead and get started. Let's start with the first topic for tonight. Quit begging the NFL. Oh, my God, you guys. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting a little sick of the NFL, period. Uh, I have not really paid that much attention to the NFL. I have to admit, it's been a few years. A few years, I'm going to have to admit. I mean, I still know all the key players as far as the NFL, but some of these new people, nah, I don't, you know. So I haven't been keeping up with the NFL that much. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of getting a little sick of the NFL, <laughs> and I'm sick of people complaining about the NFL. Okay, here's how it is, you guys. This is the latest for those of you who don't keep up with sports. In 2018, the NFL started out with seven black coaches. As of tonight, they have two. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm making light of it, but it's like seven is not a big number to begin with. And as of tonight, they only have two left, which is interesting because 70% of the players are black. Is that odd? Uh, well, yeah, of course it's odd. Well, maybe not because the all the owners are white, so maybe that's not odd. I don't know. But the bottom line is, so where do we go from here? People are questioning were the firing justified? Was it racism? Was it this or that? Uh, well, you have to ask yourself this. Were the teams really ready, like, to go to the Super Bowl and all of a sudden the coaches got fired? You understand what I'm saying? Is it one of these situations where these teams were doing good and out of the blue these coaches got fired? Or were they just doing kind of like a mediocre job and the NFL was like, you know, we're going to fire them and we're going to see if we can get a new batch. Maybe this new batch, you know, will be better. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Was it racism? To be honest, I don't know because, like I said, I really haven't. Um, uh oh, wait, I got a little sidetracked. I see Billy D on Star Wars. Uh oh, got a little sidetracked. Anyway, <laughs> like I said, I really haven't been keeping up with the NFL that much as far as um, all the stats on each team and everything like that. But I'm assuming these coaches were doing a mediocre. It's not a horrible job. That's why they got fired. Like I said, I don't know. But you know what? I hated to see Marvin Lewis get fired. I don't know if he was really horrible this year, but I'm like, oh, not Marvin Lewis. Oh, no. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know how his team did. 
year. You understand what I'm saying? So I can't say if his firing was justified or not. But for some reason, every time these firings come up, I always get nervous for Tomlinson. You know, homeboy from the um, the head coach of the um, Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know for some. Oh, otherwise known as um, what's the name they say he looks like? Omar Epps, the actor. He does look like him. I'm not even gonna lie. But anyways, I don't know. Every time when firing starts to come, I always like hold my breath, like, oh my god, is he gonna get fired? You know what I mean? But then I can always breathe a sigh of relief. It's like, oh, okay, he gets to keep his job again. So, yeah. So because of these firings, you know, the media is starting to scrutinize the NFL all over again. So they're questioning the firing. I don't know. Then you have the Super Bowl halftime show. We all grew up. If you didn't grow up, watching the Super Bowl game, and I'm pretty sure you've watched a Super Bowl halftime show. You know what I mean? It's like, but now entertainers are afraid uh, to align themselves with the NFL because, you know, the whole Kaepernick situation, which in my opinion, blatant racism. I mean, come on, blatant racism. It's like, please, give me a freaking break. This man out of a job for taking a knee. And I know you guys are saying, well, you know, he wasn't that good of a, of a quarterback. Yeah, I understand that. But you know what? Come on. Be real and honest with yourself. The NFL locked him out of a job, period. Remember, even they even bought Homeboy back. What's his name? Damn it. You guys know who I'm talking about. Uh, Chicago Bears. Remember he had retired? And then they pulled him out of retirement to put him back on the field, but they couldn't put Kaepernick back on the field. Come on now. I mean, they were sitting up here, please. There was the NFL was putting uniforms on everybody but Colin Kaepernick. You know, and I'm like, ah, whatever. You know, it's like, did he commit a felony? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, please don't let me go down that road. It's like, please, you know. Anyway, let's get him back. <laughs> To the Super Bowl halftime show, you know, so far for the past few months, there's been this rumor that Maroon 5 will headline. But there's also the rumor they've been having trouble finding an act uh, to, you know, sing with them. And, um, well, you know, the song I just played by The Carters, you know, and that song, you know, um, Jay-Z was like, I said no to the Super Bowl, right? And uh, I believe Rihanna said, no, thanks. I will not be performing at the Super Bowl. So a lot of people are saying no, 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 no to the Super Bowl. But like I said, the rumor is that uh, Maroon 5 said yes, and uh, and they might headline with Travis Scott. So that that is just the latest little rumor thing going on right now. Then there's also the rumor that Maroon 5, if they will, if they are going to headline the Super Bowl, they're maybe trying to find some local talent. Because I think the Super Bowl is going to be held in Atlanta, Georgia this year, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, some are saying, well, maybe since Atlanta, Georgia, there's a lot of black people there, you know, maybe they should have some black local representation. 
who knows? There was rumors that um, it would have been good uh, to have the Migos with Cardi B, but then it looks like she's divorced from Offset. Yeah, I thought some of you guys are like, what the hell are you talking about, right? I know, I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> this is, you know, I, I understand if you don't keep up with all this stuff. Anyway, but the bottom line is this. Who's going to play the Super Bowl, okay? When is the Super Bowl? Oh, fudge. See, I'm trying not to cuss, right? It, well, let's just say it's coming up quick. <laughs> so they better hurry up. But it seems like it's going to suck this year, right? Can we all agree to that? It's probably most likely going to suck. Uh, Yeah, it's probably going to suck. So <laughs> let's look at it like that. However, my opinion is quit baking the NFL. When I say quit baking the NFL is, to me, the bottom line is this. Why don't some of these rich black guys in the entertainment industry pull their money together and compete against the NFL? Create your own league. It doesn't have to be this big, giant, major league for the moment. You know what I mean? Start off small and then create eventually your own major NFL team. I mean, who's stopping you from doing this? I don't understand. You understand what I'm saying? Who's stopping you from doing this? I mean, let's face it, the NFL itself as a whole, the owners, and Trump, they've already expressed how they feel, right? They've already shut the F up and play football, period. And most of the black guys are like, okay, right? Let's keep it real. They're like, okay. And you know Jerry Jones, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, he's making sure, shut the F up, play football. None of these black men on my team better not take a knee, okay? And uh, it looks like they haven't. They're good little slaves. Anyway, <laughs> so what are you going to do? Are you going to, like, beg them? To, I don't know. Are you going to beg them to change? I mean, the bottom line is it doesn't look like uh, the NFL is interested. So, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's like the money is there. You understand what I'm saying? The money is there. All these entertainers, you know, come on. Some of these rock guys, they're worth over $100 million, over $100 million. Know, maybe invest twenty million. I mean, come on, it can be done. It is very possible to do it. You know, and it's just embarrassing, man, to see these. I've said this before to see these young black rich guys buffing everything in the NFL, scared as hell of these old decrepit NFL owners. You know what I'm saying? They are literally terrified. And don't tell me they're not terrified, please. They are terrified. That's why they're not taking a knee, and they are shutting up and doing what they are told. Now, of course, some of them could care either way. You know what I mean about taking a knee and police brutality. Some of them could care less. You know, but anyway, just irritating, I swear. It's like there comes a point in time where, damn, you got to stand for something, you know? I, well, I guess like the rest of us, I mean, they're just afraid to lose their paycheck. 
Well, I hate to say the rest of us, but you understand what I'm saying. But I mean, and I know some of them are watching for a concert. I understand all that, but damn, if they can't speak up, <laughs> or then again, you know what? I I need to quit because everybody can't be a Colin Kaepernick. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody can't be a Colin Kaepernick, so, but still, right? It is just, oh, I don't get it. Super slave. <laughs> oh, God. So sad you got to laugh, right? Oh, speaking of sad, you guys. I don't know where you guys live at. I live out here in Southern California. Uh, and, you know, out here in Southern California, it's a tradition on New Year's. They play the Tournament of Roses Parade. I don't know, in other states, I'm pretty sure you guys maybe have watched it before. I think it goes nationwide. I don't think it's just a local thing. But guess what, you guys? You know, they have marching bands and everything like that. Then there was this black marching band from Alabama, right? Guess what? It is the first black marching band in the history of the parade. I'm like, are you asking, kidding me? This parade's been going on for like, what, about 100 years. This is the first time a black college has ever been represented at the Tournament of Roses Parade. Then guess what the commentator said? Um, yes, this is uh, the first time, you know, it's a historical black college. Let me give you the definition of what that means. Seriously? Wow. In 2018, you got to explain to the audience what a black college is? I'm done. I was like, man, bye. But guess, oh. And guess who was a grand marshal, you guys? Shaka Khan. Usually, when someone's a grand marshal, they sit in the car. You know, they open the parade, they wave. Shaka Khan, honey, oh, no. Shaka Khan performed, honey. And she looked cute, too. Let me tell you, she looked cute. She had little leggings on, you know, her little outfit and stuff. She looked nice, you guys. Because, you know, Shaka Khan's a senior citizen. She looked really good. Let me tell you. Out here in California, for most of California, it may not snow, it was cold as hell, okay? So for Shaka Khan, woof, to be out there a senior citizen in that cold weather performing, man, I give her props. I give her props on that. And she did an excellent, excellent job. But guess what, you guys? Uh, the new president of the Tournament of Roses is a black man which is probably why Shaka Khan was the Grand Marshal, which is probably why, for the first time in the history of the parade, you had a black college perform in the parade, and there was something else. Oh, and one of the floats was interesting. It was a African-type uh, float. First time I've ever seen that at the parade. So it was all very, very interesting. So, yeah, I just had to throw that out there. So, yeah. Anyway, let's get to topic number two. We are going to talk about Kevin Hart. Uh, first of all, for the record, when it comes to Kevin Hart, God, you guys, I hate to say it, but I, 
don't find his movies all that fun. Well, you know what? I take that back. Have I ever watched a Kevin Hart movie? It's just these scenes in his movies very annoying and irritating. I hate to say it, but, eh, you know, maybe one of these days I'll sit down and watch, but, ugh, just that, <laughs> like a chihuahua, it's like, ugh, you know, ugh, ugh, you know, and him, you know, cheating on the wife. I don't know. I'm just like, ugh, you know, whatever, Kevin Hart. However, with this situation, you know, it looks like I may have to side with Kevin Hart on a professional level. <laughs> if you guys want to call in, go ahead and give me a call. Area code 347-996-5369. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me. And my chat room is not open. I was trying to say it is open. It is not open. So anyway, you guys. As you guys may or may not know, comedians have been having it rough lately <laughs> uh, due to society's new changes in political correctness. Oh, yes. We are living in a new age of political correctness, you know. In my opinion, I have a feeling these changes in political correctness, they're not going to last long. I mean, let's keep it real. It ain't going to last long. <laughs> oh, God. And as a matter of fact, uh, the rumors are saying Kevin Hart may host the Oscars. I don't know. I don't know if you guys know the backstory of it. So let me give you guys the backstory of all this stuff. Uh, the backstory is um, when was it, you guys? Was was it a month ago? Two months ago? It was announced that um, Kevin Hart would be the host of the Academy Awards for this year. And people were like, okay, cool, whatever. People agreed, disagreed, whatever. Then all of a sudden, no one knows who did it or whatever. Uh, They let us all know, wait a second, 10 years ago, I think Kevin Hart made some homophobic slurs in a stand-up routine or on his Twitter account. So Kevin Hart, his response was, you know what, I'm sorry, you know, everything like that, um, you know, that's old, you know, whatever. But he was like, um, it was one of those situations where it looked like um, the story wasn't going to go away after a few days. Because this story came out immediately. It was kind of like in less than 24 hours, it was like, Kevin Hart is hosting. But all of a sudden, I woke up the next day, it was like, Kevin Hart is not hosting. So it's like, what exactly is going on here? So uh, Kevin Hart withdrew. He's like, you know what, I ain't hosting the Oscars. Forget it. Because it looks like the story is not going to go away anytime soon. I've already apologized for whatever I said previously as being homophobic. But, you know, what I mean, the social media or whatever was keeping it going. So he's like, eh, I'm out, right? So anyway, here we are. It's almost time <laughs> for the Academy Awards. And guess what, you guys? They still haven't found a host. Because, see, the thing is, they're looking for a host spotless. You're not going to find one. Especially a comedian? Who you going to get? <laughs> 
Eddie Murphy to host? Oh, no. Eddie Murphy has said cussing in the stand-up. Has Eddie Murphy said homophobic slurs in the stand-up? Probably. Maybe some things that can be deemed racist? Probably. But you can't get Eddie Murphy. Chris Rock? Nah. Probably not. Who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? Amy Schumer? Mm, no. I mean, so who are you going to get that has a pristine record? You can't get Bill Cosby, right? <laughs> so who are you going to get? But guess what, you guys? Um, Kevin Hart was on the Ellen DeGeneres show today, and things were serious, you know? And it's, like, interesting, interesting. Uh, she bought him on his show because um, she said they're friends, and she wanted to address the issue about him hosting the Oscars and everything like that. And like I said, uh, she considers him a friend. And uh, she actually called the Oscars. And uh, they said, well, you know what? We would like for him to host, you know? Uh, but Kevin's point of view, uh, actually, you can look at snippets of the show, uh, you can find them on YouTube. So you can look at snippets of the interview he did with um, Alan on the show. Uh, well, Kevin feels that, you know, someone was going after him personally. You know what I mean? Like, why are you bringing up something from over 10 years ago that I have already apologized for? He feels that someone is trying to destroy him permanently. Not trying to embarrass him, but no, they're trying to destroy his career permanently. He feels they were trying to, you know, destroy his production company, his employees, his investment opportunities, his partnerships. And to him, he feels this is bigger than the Oscars. And he feels he's making a stand. And he doesn't want to go back on his words regarding not hosting the Oscars. Uh, however, Ellen, she's like, well, she feels, you know, if Kevin doesn't host the Oscars, he feels, she feels that um, his enemies have won, you know. She feels, well, Kevin, this is what the enemies want you to do. They don't want you to host the Oscars. Host the Oscars. Show them that you won't be defeated, you know. But he's like, you know, he said it's his dream. It was his dream to host the Oscars. But he feel, you know, he had to walk away from this conversation. It's done. You know, he's kind of like, eh, you know, too much. And he doesn't feel like going back and forth. He don't feel like talking about, you know, he's done. To him, it's a done deal. You understand what I mean? Me personally, I think Ellen DeGeneres overstepped her boundaries, in my opinion. Uh, for her to contact the Oscars and kind of like, hey, I'm calling on behalf of my friend Kevin. I'm pretty sure she meant no harm, but at the same time, Kevin Hart is a grown man, and uh, he can make his own decisions. And I, you know what it kind of reminded me of? It kind of, I hate to say it or to do a comparison. It's kind of like you broke up with somebody and your friend calls back your boyfriend or girlfriend like, hi, you know what? I'm calling on behalf of my friend, and I think you guys should give it, give your relationship another try, you know. No, you know, my friend doesn't know I'm calling you, but, you know, I think you guys should give it another try. 
I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like Ellen, you know, you're you're kind of redoing this all over again. Now Kevin has to relive this all over again, and he's done, you know. And like I said, so far the Oscars haven't found a host yet. And entertainers are now ter- terrified to take his place. Some people are like, what, what's the name of uh, the actress, comedian, Melissa McCarthy? Uh, is that her name? Yeah. So she's kind of like, well, I'm pretty sure I may say something that may be found inappropriate. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? People are a little afraid now because one slip, it'll destroy their entire career. So they're kind of like, it's hosting the Oscars worth it, you know? And some people are like, yeah, you know what? I'm good. You know, I would hate to say something inappropriate at the Oscars, you know, and my career is over. It's not worth it to me. So I don't know who they're going to get to host, you know? But I'm pretty sure Kevin Hart is like, yes, you know what I mean? This is what I want. I want the Oscars to suffer. I want them to struggle. I want them. I want them to try to scramble to find somebody, you know? But then at the same time, I think Ellen is kind of like, well, maybe this is a bridge you don't want to burn. You know, I think Ellen is trying to like, Kevin, why don't you make night? You know what I mean? I think you should, you know, I don't think you should do that. I mean, you know, but his mind is already made up. You know, it's kind of like, let me just move on with my life. and You know, so... I don't know, Ellen. I don't know if you should have gotten the middle of this. And now Ellen herself is catching hell because some people are like, well, you being gay, why are you even trying to defend Kevin Hart? And, oh, man, this stuff has got ghetto. You know what I mean? It's so stupid. You know, and some people are like, how many times can Kevin Hart say he's sorry? What does he have to prove? What does he have to do to prove that he means it sincerely? I mean, I don't know. I mean, what does a brother have to do? (laughs) I have no idea. But, you know, Kevin, he's like, I'm done, you know. But who knows? Maybe after being on the Ellen DeGeneres show, I'm sure they talked about it off camera, you know, on the phone or in person, you know. I mean, who knows? But uh, we shall see. I don't know, you guys. We shall see. So anyway, you guys, that's all I got for you. I know you guys are like, Lisa, come on. You love to run your mouth. You've only ran your mouth for like a half hour and you're done. Yes, you guys, I'm sorry I'm done. <laughs> um, and you, if you guys are new to my show, usually I will have a news segment uh, before I start into topics. Sorry, you guys, I didn't have a news segment, you know. Sorry, you guys, so much, tons of stuff are going on, and there's tons of stuff, right? The government shut down. Don't worry, we're going to talk about it. Don't worry, don't worry. So, yeah, I definitely will try to be here next Thursday, and I will be doing a news uh, segment, and then we will talk about some topics. So get ready, because the next show will definitely be longer than 30 minutes. I guarantee you that, you know. But I did this show because I just wanted to say Happy New Year's to you guys and to touch bases uh, with you guys, you know, and let you guys know, you know, even though I've been gone for about a month, I'm still here. Like I always say to you guys, I love doing this show, and I really don't plan on um, stop, 
doing the show anytime soon. I mean, hey, never say never, right? But I mean, as far as, uh, you know, running my mouth and giving my opinion, yeah, that won't be changing anytime soon. <laughs> anyway, you guys, on that note, it's Friday night. I'm not going to keep you or anything like that. Some of you guys are going to Netflix and chill. Some of you guys may be going out with friends. I don't know what you're going to be doing. But anyway, I hope you guys are safe this weekend. Oh, what am I going to do this weekend? Oh, we're celebrating my sister's birthday this weekend. So that's what I will be doing this weekend. Oh, man, I have to see Aquaman. I have not seen that movie yet. So I want that to be the first movie I see in 2019. So, But I probably won't. God, I probably won't be able to do that until next week. Oh, oh, and then out here in California, the King Cut exhibit is out here, and I think that's going to end next week, too. Ooh. All righty. Anyway, I bet you guys are like, so, yeah, so anyway. Okay, okay, okay. I said I was going to leave. I'm going to leave. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it very much. So, yeah, so check me out on Twitter and everything like that. Usually what I'll do is I'll usually try to post my topic of what I'm going to talk about 24 hours beforehand or a few hours before. So at least it'll give you guys a little heads up as to what I'm going to talk about. So definitely tune in next week, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com. So thank you guys so much for listening. Take care. And I will talk to you guys next week. We'll see you later. Bye.